and welcome to Conversations on Karate. I'm Sue. I'm Greg. And we are joined once again by the unofficial third host of the podcast, Mr. That. Matt Jardine. Hello, you all. Have we done this yet? Happy New Year. We don't. Are we, we haven't. We have, but you have. Happy haven't, New so. Year to everyone. Nice to yes. see you all. Yes, indeed. Well, it's a podcast, or to hear you all. Yeah, well, we can't hear them though. Yeah. Which well, is whatever probably is a good thing to nice be fair. Nice to hear and see you lot, and for those who are listening, nice to imagine you all. That's weird. Nice to imagine you all. Mm. Mm. <laughs> we said this last week. They're probably all sat listening to this with their. Conversations on Karate Journal, T-shirt yeah. on. Yeah. Um, just. I, I've got to get though. I haven't yet, just because I'm in obviously the Middle East. And yes. Post. Po- by the time it's come via donkey, then camel, and then got rained on, and dropped in the wadi. But when I come back, I'm getting all conversation on Karate merch merched up. We'll put a, together a parcel for you. Oh, yeah. It's like a care package. <laughs> Yeah, package. Oh, uh, well, I now expect that though. It, right. Oh, you don't worry, it will happen. Okay. <laughs> it will happen for sure. We'll do that. All right, come on. Sorry. That's all good. So let's talk. Um, to start with, should we talk UFC two seventy? If we have to. If we, you're not, you're you, you weren't happy with it. No. No. I can I? I, I tell you why. Firstly. Is it the most uninspiring lead up ever? And I am, by the way, a huge, as you know, UFC, MMA fan, right? I've been following UFC since number one. But this one went so far under the radar. Mm -hmm. And that isn't because I don't like the fighters as such. But I'm just wondering, you know, there are two sides to this, entertainment and fighting, obviously, for the fans. And it just didn't do anything. And then in the end, so much so that I actually only bothered to properly watch the, the, the title fights because the rest was like, they were fine, but they went yeah, under the radar. To be honest, so did I. Right? Because, because I was limited on time. So I thought, right, well, I know we're, we're recording. Fine. So I'm going to watch those two. But even those two, I, was, I could have missed those. I, I don't know what the judges were doing. I think the guys were robbed. I think the decisions were poor. And I think... In the end, Dana White is going to be absolutely fuming at that night. I think there were four people in the audience, maybe more. But that's no, you know, there are no kind of records made last night. Now, let's uh, talk about Dana White quickly, because he wasn't even, he's got some kind of issue with Francis, doesn't he? He didn't put the belt on Francis. He didn't what, show up he, at the press he conference. Didn't. Now, Kevin Ioli loves to do that, doesn't he? He loves to white. In his questions, he'll always add a sentence that, uh, legally, he can't get caught for, but he's basically saying Dana didn't show up because he doesn't like you. Mm. But actually, the truth is, you don't. We have no idea, and Dana has done that before, where he's like, when you check his Instagram feed, he's dealing with other people mm. that he may have had to speak to after. Now, I, I have no idea. I have no yeah. idea. I can't imagine. Who knows? But but the you know media, right? They love to do that. Yeah, Dana's got yeah, maybe he's not coming, but it. We don't. We just don't know that's true. And yeah. Kevin Ioli loves it. He loves that. Yeah. In the press conference, though, I mean, Francis was, you know, definitely not a happy bunny. If, uh, Francis, you know, they. It's a tricky one, isn't it? Obviously, they they feel it's like writers, isn't it? They write their book, and they go, "Why haven't I got millions of followers, darling?" 
how come I'm not on the WH Smith number one? Well, you've written one and it's not that great, to be fair. Mm. So suddenly, and it's the same with fighters. They forget that there's another side, that there is a business side that needs to be done. So I think for Ngannou to say, I'm, I'm not fighting for 500,000, 600,000 anymore. Oh, okay, then tell that to uh, those who are trying to feed their kids, right? Yeah, <laughs> on, yeah. On minimum wage. Now, I'm not suggesting, you know, it's not hard and you're risking your life. But I think there is a point where you have to realize, I think, in business, you, you are no one without the business you're working in, mm. right? And as, as I'm not a Dana White defender. He hardly needs another bull guy to defend him. But I do think you've got to be able to see from both sides, right? You've got to see from the fighter side, of course, but also it's a business. If, if, if the business, UFC or not, Bellator or whoever, if it's not there, you have not got a wage, you are only as big as the promotion that is promoting you. So you can't sit there going, I'm a superstar. And by the way, the dullest promotion ever. Mm. And then expect to be, well, I'm only fighting for a million or whatever it may be. Well, okay. You can call that if then you are prepared to do what those who understand the business are. Like him or loathe him, McGregor understood that. Mm-hmm. And it's a two-part play. It's a double relationship where a lot of these fighters are now going, Oh, well, Jake, uh, well, Jake Paul has said we should get more. Okay, well, let's listen to Jake then. Okay, cool. I, I, yeah, I think it's a real problem at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. He, he, I, I honestly don't, I don't think Francis will fight in the UFC again. With any luck, right? You're and not- I, like, I like Francis. But- no, I mean, if it's, if it's, if it's style. It's just boring, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it can it's, be. Yeah, it's a bit flat-footed. It's got. He's absolutely got that knock your head off punch power. No, yeah, absolutely. But other than that, you're like, meh. Okay, mm. cool. Lay and pray a bit. I can lay and pray. Probably not on Cyril, maybe. <laughs> but but and I and and you, you know you do have to. Chelsea Sonna did a good piece about this. I don't know if anyone's seen it. After you've listened to this podcast, you can head along to Sonnen. Bad boy ink ain't as good as this. Anyway, but um, he w- did a piece about what what did he bring to the table? Entertainment-wise, fight-wise, he's got that knockout power, absolutely. But John Jones, you would suggest, and I'm not a John Jones fan. I'm bored of the whole story. But he would absolutely lace him, I think. Oh, 100%. What do you think? I mean, yeah. that, you, you can never underestimate that punching power, of course. If that catches you, you're going no nights, no matter who you are. But the point is, if you can move a bit, it's never quite going to yeah. rock your head. So, yeah, I was unimpressed and I wanted to be impressed. But it I'm all just felt with, a bit... Mm. Sorry, Sue. I was impressed with the fact that he showed up with um, a busted knee. And he did the oh, whole well, he showed he showed up with elastic stuff on his knees. Sodden's bit about that is hilarious as well. Oh, does he talk like, about that as well? Yeah, he talks about suddenly he's got a bad knee and he showed up with neoprene supports that your eight year old grandmother wears to aerobics class. Which and, and the thing is, if you when you're looking at it, if you want anyone to go, look, I got bad knees, which is essentially saying, oh, I didn't really want to win. And if you do, oh, I, I fought through my knees. And if you don't, yeah, my knees are sore. Now, it's, it's a built-in sure excuse, isn't it? Yeah. It just all feels a bit, whatever. I think. Yeah, I get you. I get you. But I might be wrong. It's not likely, but maybe. 
<laughs> what do you two think now? That's that was my and, and usually joking aside, joking aside, and that's why I, I like coming in and speaking about this because it's usually the first instinct I run with. Because as a viewer, that you know, you have a chance to think about it, but if you overthink it, you often kind of think too much. But if you go with your first impression, that's what I felt. What was your both of your first impressions of 270? Um I'm the same as you. The rest of the cars I looked at and was like, I don't really, I'm not really into this. I really like Moreno. I like Moreno. Oh, I was looking forward to that fight. And I I honestly thought he won the fight. I think if, so. If they were going to give it to Figueredo, I don't see how they gave it a unanimous decision at all. I agree with you. If, if anything, it should have been a split decision or a draw. Again, but, yeah. Yeah. Like, like the first fight. But I, I, yeah, I could not see how that was a majority win a unanimous win for Figueredo I thought it was a good fight yeah um, they're, they're always they're gonna of 10 I mean what are they uh, their weight is so low it's not even a weight category yeah so they're like butterfly weight so they're hitting each other hard and you know but nothing's mm. happening but the, again the problem is with that it's a apart from them name any other of their division right none so it's not a very interesting. I was, th yeah, I was thinking division. about this while I was watching the fight. I was going, well, who, who, who's next? Who do Does... you know? Or more importantly, who do you care about? Now, I know that sounds really disrespectful and rude to the fighters. And I, I'm very aware that each one could take me out, maybe. But that our role as, as viewers is to mm. also to be entertained. Who are the others? And, and that then you have to say is athletes misunderstanding the other side of their job. Well, weren't they going to bin off that division a, what, a year or two ago? Yeah, and then this kind of saved it. Yeah. Quotation saved it. And, and also, really, to have Davidson at the top with that team behind him, oh, I cannot think of a more horrific team of human beings. And the quicker they are out of the scene, Sahudo, the dude of the glass, oh, that is the guy who just will be in any selfie and probably never even been punched in the face. I'm sure viewers will go, oh, yes, he had four fights in some random event somewhere that no one knows or cares about. What a horrific group of people. The quicker mm. they are off the TV, <laughs> the better for everybody. Um, because it's just, ooh, and Cejudo, please, someone fight John Jones, something, something. I, to or, be honest, I really wanted, I really wanted Dana to go, yeah, all right, jump in and fight Volkanovski. Like you oh, said, I thought that would have been great. Um, it's just everything. I know, I know he plays the heel on purpose, but I yes. actually think he probably goes to bed and is that human. Yeah. And it's difficult to trust someone with that haircut, man. 80s you know it's we shouldn't be attacking haircuts it's not professional but you know i'm a viewer i can i i, I can't i cannot bear that guy you know you're not you're definitely not a fan of him i i i i don't mind him too much yeah i hate when he goes full-on cringe mode oh it's just i i yeah i i i'm struggling i tried to do that i tried to be buddhist about it at one point if you can't say anything don't say anything at all and then I decided to not do that. Yes, that's fair enough. It's fair enough. Um, no, the the Ngani fight, I I thought it was the right decision. To be fair, I thought Ngani did more. Um, yeah, I think I think Cyril uh, going out struck him, moved. Yeah, he did. We he did that. But I think what you've got is close to eight minutes of. Uh, take down and hold 
you know this now you're doing grappling it's kind of easy to pin someone and hold now now i'm not taking the responsibility of cyril he should be able to get up mm. power or not should be able to get up that's that's your job and, and if both of them knew an ounce of wrestling but Ngano is hardly known for his uh wrestling right now oh, that God. doesn't mean he hasn't got it in the tank he obviously has but i just think it was it's a bit lay and pray. Um, I, personally, I think they should have both lost. They should have been both sent to their changing rooms, slapped wrists, told two things. Boys, not good enough in either the promotion or the fight. Go back, must try harder. E on their scorecard, come back and try. Let's try and get that to a C at 271. You know. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it wasn't for the, for the wrestling, in air quotes wrestling, <laughs> it, would, it would have been another Derek Lewis in Ghana. Yes, which apps I agree, which would not have been fun. So, yeah, the wrestling I think saved it, and I think Cyril's massive fuck up in the, was it the fifth round where he went for a, a heel hook or something and got swept. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I did think twice. I shouted, "Don't go for the heel hook!" Obviously, he couldn't hear me in Anaheim. I'm in Amman. Uh, I did shout quite loud though, but um, but then sometimes you want it, right? You know, you you know someone's just laying prey on you for all that time, so you've got to do something. And a heel hook's kind of an easy. And he has finished with heel hooks before. Can't remember the opponent who against me finished with a heel hook. So yeah, maybe I have done not at that level clearly, but I've done stupid stuff like that in a kind of shit or bus move. I get it. I'd, I'd some yeah, but then you know, then there's the sweep after, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, which which well, yeah. What I mean is, if 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 he was, if Francis wasn't winning at that point, then he definitely did after that. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. I think he just mustn't. He the culmination of the you know the takedown and the lay. There's a point in your head where you just go, I have to do something to look to yeah. either finish this or look like I'm doing something. Yeah, yeah. But hmm, I, I would I'd be fascinated. What day is it today? Tuesday or Monday? Uh, Monday here. Monday. So tomorrow, yes. Dana and his lot have their meets, don't they? I would love that. Would be a meeting I'd love to sit in on, and just hear. I bet that is not going to be a happy place tomorrow. No. no. Oh, oh, I might be wrong. They might go. Wow, this what, is amazing. What is two seventy one? Is that Whitaker and Adesanya? Isn't it Adesanya? So it already. Is. Already, you're looking at a more hyped-up fight card. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, Moreno. Mm. I like Moreno. I love him. I think he's 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 brilliant. He's just. Can, the, can good guys can good guys win? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he did. Mm. The last time. And this time. And I, yeah, he did win this time. I thought, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, gonna I have know. to. They're gonna have to do it again, aren't they? They're gonna have to. Which yeah, I tell you, what did piss me off though, Go on. is afterwards, Figueredo straight away said, "We'll do it again. We'll do a fourth fight. We'll we'll do it again." Like in the cage, he said that straight away. And then afterwards, I saw he said, "Someone said, are you going to do this again?" And he said, "Well, if he behaves himself." Uh, but, but that's because he's had chance. Did you yeah. notice that in all the press conferences, the only people you hear from the back chirp in, right? And chirping in is essentially, look at me, look at me, is Cejudo and the other Muppets at the back. They're the, play that back. It's offensive. When back 
staff team. And in the end, I don't even I don't care if Suhudo has fought and won his two gobble. Well, I could care less, right? But once you are not fighting and you are the backs backstage team, mm-hmm. shut your mouth because you are not in the cage fighting, whether you have been or not, irrespective. Shut up. Well, it's like Usman. If you if your Usman was cornering in Ghana, you did, but he barely would have known he was there. And that you see that with all the classy people, even mm-hmm. Khabib. Actually, mm. you hardly ever know. Um, he's around yeah and 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 so this chirping corn it's just a really it's every it's the worst side of mma unfortunately and it's that team that will bring the whole class of um mma down it's a real shame and that you play it back play back that poster and it's 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 embarrassing i mean i might be looking for it because i particularly dislike them but it's um it's it's cringy you're going to hear them chirping in the back. And, of course, Davison's just going to ride it, right? Because, you know, I'm not sure, you know, he's not Poet Laureate, is he, really? So he's just going to ride that, and whatever they say, he's going to, he's going to run with it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Sue, your thoughts on 270? Um, I wasn't awfully excited by it. I wasn't blown away by it. Like you say, there wasn't enough exciting people involved in it. No. But just looking at it, I mean, the, the ones that I really enjoyed was Figueredo and Moreno. It was, I just thought it was a really good fight. And, and I wouldn't have known how to score it when I was looking at it because it yeah. seemed to go one way and then the other way. Yeah. So, and that was like the first one was like that. And the first couple of rounds of the second one were the same until um, till Moreno took his back and then just. Yeah, I thought it was great. It was really aggressive. It was really, it, and each round had such a different flavor. Like the first yeah. one was. Yeah you know, much more lighter. The second one, it was like, oh, it's almost like somebody said, oh, sod this and just come out and start throwing massive, great punches with all the power in it. Yeah. I don't know how they were both still going by the end of it. It's amazing. Oh, it's amazing. It was I think amazing. probably just because of the, because of the weight. Wait, yeah. Because of the yeah. weight is why. But, but they'd said about um, uh, how um, Davidson's team had said about how they were sitting off. They, were, they wanted Moreno to come on because he's, he's got a good attack, right? So you can't just come at him because he'll hold his ground. And I, I'm a massive Mexican boxing fan. I just love Mexican fighters because I love how they just sit in the pocket and they mm. bite on their gum shield and they go for everything our country has never had have this. Boom. And I love that about Mexicans. It reminds me of kind of Ricky Hatton. I think in a past life, Ricky Hatton would have been a Mexican. So I love Moreno for that. But it needs him to attack. And, and Davidson just sat off. So then suddenly you steal the jab a little bit because it's just overreaching. And then, you you know, so they did do better uh, distance control for sure. Yeah. Uh, which stole Moreno's thunder a bit. Stop him getting the, the opportunities. Yeah. I thought, I thought that was a really good match. That was enjoyable. You know, it was, it was good fun to watch. There was lots to take away from it in nice. terms of, you know, the power one, you know, Moreno was really daring. Figueredo had was loads really powerful. It was great. Yeah. Really yeah. good match. Yeah, I would I would like to see a fourth because they're so close, aren't they? You know, you've got yeah. that draw, draw, uh, decisive win, cheated. It should be it should uh, have been answered. another draw, I think. I honestly I think, would not have been so. unhappy with a draw again. No, I agree with you. Yeah, no, that, that would be a, a a new one to go with. Definitely, I would do a fourth. I think there'll be a fourth. Mm. I'm putting a fiver. Five reals that there'll be a fourth. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I agree. Yes. The first ever fourth. Is, is, it, right? is it? Yeah, I heard that. Is that yeah. right? I'm just trying to I think. think. So. It becomes a little bit like tennis now. It's like Borg and McEnroe. <laughs> we'll have them after 25 matches. They'll still be going, oh, he's my new friend. No, that's, that's the McGregor Poirier joke, isn't it? You see, it's like it's the year 2054, and <laughs> Poirier McGregor are fighting for the, the 75th time. time. <laughs> McGregor's still complaining that it was a doctor stoppage, and yeah. <laughs> he still hasn't won. Zero, man. Still I, did I see him on, on um, social media the other day saying the comeback, posting pictures of himself getting ready for a comeback? This is all McGregor's pictures at the moment. Yeah. Oh, he's big, right? Yeah, this is McGregor's pictures. He's coked up in a bathroom, looking at himself. Uh, Allegedly. Oh, I mean, God. (laughs) Have you seen that video, Sue, where he just walks into the bathroom and he's like, yeah, showing his biceps and you're just like... He's he's got awful, awful big lately. Mm. Yeah, he has. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder but no, I, I saw something with them um, with him the other day. Hashtag comeback. Mm-hmm. Hashtag all the steroids, please. Yeah. I wonder if there is a can you get that big without steroids? I mean he was he was fairly big anyway. He got to what one yeah, I mean he walks around pretty big. Yeah. But there's when something he's cutting he, down to his fight weight, he always looks very kind of gaunt, doesn't he? He looks pretty puffy at the moment, doesn't he? Pretty uh ballooned up. Yeah. Awful swole. Yeah. What's that? Awful swole, as they say. Well, yeah. So he's 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 doing his rounds, isn't he? Mm. And there was one little moment that I looked out for Said um Said Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov. Impressive. I know that was um had that done and dusted, didn't he, in like the first minute? Was it 47, was, 47 seconds? It was nicely done. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, to be honest. I, I did. I did watch that. I was. It's not going to take you long. You I, I will watch it. He's big. He looked big though, didn't he? he looked big for that weight, didn't he? He's, he's uh, only a couple of inches taller, and yeah, he's kind just, of. He just looked. Maybe it's just his presence. Maybe it was just like you know. He, he's got he the um. He's he's got that the same kind of body shape that Khabib had. You know, it's really really well developed upper mm. body for that wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, those, that, I, I think with that whole kind of team, and, and when, I, when I say team, I'm talking about that area of country as well, right? That you, it's the attitude that you bring in that sort of uh, kind of very stoic and hardened mountains type attitude. It's just tough, man. You know that that's, yeah, it's tough. And, and I do always say this, that... Um, I wrote an article about this for Jiu-Jitsu Style once about how many people rely on faith and belief in something. And you hear it all the time in, in sports across the board. Thanks to God. Thanks to, you know, all the different things. Mm. And once someone has committed that much uh, effort to faith, they, they, there's a sort of self-belief in that that is quite difficult to stop. Mm sure and and you know me living here in a muslim country you definitely see the use of faith in confidence it's fascinating and it's fascinating to watch that translated into sport as well as obviously they're training really hard in you know with really high standard but yeah i mean they're across the board right 
mm. name though any of those guys and all of them are just like hard work really hard work i wouldn't mm. fancy that yeah but you know they worked harder 100 years ago though right i'm just i, I, I just want to say that 100 years ago they worked so much harder and they were training to kill people matt okay <laughs> Yeah, they, the trouble is, you see, there's a lot of rules in UFC. Yeah, there were no rules. It's, it's, it's not the same as self-defense. It's not. The, the if you, if I, I would be up in Garnu in the street because there's no rules in the street, you know? Yeah, but before I did that to Angarno in the street, once he called me a name, mm. who are you looking at? And I'd say I'd have to warn him first, though, that I do hold a black belt in karate. Yeah. I have to warn you because I am officially a... Um, dangerous right. yeah so i would do that like i you know like we're supposed to right aren't we supposed to hand out the passport look i'm dangerous and now i've warned you now i've warned you i might do a cutter no i will hand him the passport with my grading i'm dangerous then i'd do a quick cutter yeah to scare him just so do something with nunchucks first like stand there for like three minutes well no, no, no. The I always carry around the nuts. I always carry around a foldable makiwara, so I bust that out my back pocket, set it up, hit it a few times, and then be like, "Do you see that? Yeah, yeah." And that I've just invented something amazing there. By the way, I'm going to sell one. Once we've now warned him, you say, "I've warned you like a lot of times." There's a Bo-Kata demo we've done of Makawara that gave you my license book thing. Mm. And I just absolutely kick his ass yeah. with a technique he never would have seen in the cage because they don't, don't, the rules don't allow well, it. It's too dangerous for the cage. It's too dangerous for the cage. It's just too dangerous. What we tend to do though is it. just teach it to the 10 year olds and then tell them that they're never allowed to use it. That's what we do. That's the yeah. right way to do it, clearly. Uh, that uh, what you're saying that like there's something wrong with that that's how that's what i do i think you know 10 why are you only showing the 10 year old get, on the, get um, it on the get it on the fours exactly. let's go i'm looking forward to getting a black belt because then i'll actually learn something and really yeah. start working hard yeah because yeah, that's when your journey starts when you get your black <laughs> the belt. only reason i wanted my black belt to be fair is that my first goal was at that stage I was like, right now i've got that that black belt I now am properly qualified to spend my time on social media talking shit. Mm. Now I can Is that the really... qualification? Is that where I've been going wrong? Been yeah, you can't start on yeah, social media talking about it until you've got your black belt. Oh, okay. you can, as soon as you go on, you, you, that's it. You can start saying whatever you like. You can basically start going, my stance does this on a Thursday. Yours doesn't do that. You know, and all that. It's great. And that's, that's why I'm happy I've got mine. All right. All right, I'm happy. I'm happy about that. I'll be able to have an opinion in public um, <laughs> as a as a black belt that I'm not yeah. allowed to have now. You and you can only comment now. You can only comment about kata and MMA as a black mm. belt or tradition or culture. Mm. Is that where I've been going wrong? Is that where I've been going wrong? I've been trying to have opinions. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed an opinion. You're not. A black Don't tell belt. me you've tried it on Twitter. You haven't done I've, it on Twitter, have you? I've had opinions on the podcast. How? dare you how dare i no way you can't can't do it yeah so your job for the podcast is you intro us and you outro us your opinions 
you're not a black belt. I'm sorry. Yeah, and it's up us to us, but, up to us to discuss the meaning of yeah. kata and bunkai, isn't yeah, it? Absolutely. Oh well, that's me told. You're not qualified. No, I'm not qualified. It's amazing then, isn't it, that when I edited all that I could literally remove you completely from absolutely from everything. life. From life. <laughs> Warn me first though. Warn me first before you no, go. No. <laughs> So listen, what have you, what's given you the ump then that you've started on about, we went from 270 to something you've seen that has started that tradition or have you seen something? I, I, I will, I, yes. But what I'll do is I'll end this and invite you again because we have six minutes left and I feel it may be longer than six minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're back. So, um, no, nothing gave me the hump. Okay. Say. Um, it's just it just makes me laugh that the karate world I, I just don't get it one thing about since doing jiu-jitsu I love I love this is any question you have about why you do something is answered there and then and is proven why something works why it doesn't work you know, there's no there's no um, well, I can't show you this because it's too dangerous. Oh, I can't mm. show you this because that's self-defense. This is jujitsu, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Whereas it just it seems to be still in karate is like this whole idea of there are no rules in self-defense. So I I I couldn't uh fight an MMA because I would, you know, gouge someone's eye out mm. or something. It's crazy. And and, yeah. and the, it came from Les put a picture up of of Motobu. Um, um, and me and Les made the comment that you know, if if he fought a martial artist of today, he'd probably get beaten up, which is as it should be. I feel because if he didn't, then we're doing something wrong a hundred years later, aren't we? Really? Hmm. Um, I, I'm joking aside. I know we're being a little bit kind of irreverent of the holy karate, but um, I think that. It is, it is amazing how, and, and slightly, is this patronizing to say a bit sad that there are still people out there in the martial arts world who kind of hold that whole thing about MMA? Because the, the point is, and which is kind of, I, I know we joke around on the UFC kind of reruns, but actually the point of it is to learn from mm. guys and girls, the best in the world who are going at their martial arts full throttle. And if, and unless we we learn tons by looking at that without having to get in there and get my head caved in i can see okay what's working and what isn't working so we can learn which ultimately was the whole purpose of it from ufc one it was the martial arts testing ground Mm. they decided to bring it off the beaches of brazil you know, the whole kind of luta livre and mm. maybe formalize it in their garage and then formalize it a bit more on public display, you know, in Denver, wherever the first one was. And that's still traditionalist, but you know, you know that now. If if anyone is doing any art like a grappling art, you know the people who are not testing their stuff will defend it because or and I can talk about this because I have been that person. Mm. I have been that defender of untested truths because in the back of my head i know oh, that wouldn't work. that just doesn't that wouldn't work but you don't want to admit to that because you're going six nights a week 
You don't want to put all that effort in six nights a week to know it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're going to defend that if not for the art, but for, for the own, for your own blood, sweat and tears that you've given up and money paid, given up to this crap. Right. But when you finally test it and you, you, you know, you get absolutely ragdolled by a wrestler or jujitsu or whatever, anywhere is testing, anywhere is test. It doesn't have to be a grappling as such. I just, that's where I found it the best. You then realize, oh, and then you just have to go, oh, I wasted 20 years. Fair enough. That's a hard pill to swallow, right? To actually go, wasted that. And everyone goes, no, you didn't waste it. I did, did, I did. Wasted all of that. I'd be better, quicker. I learned nothing. And then... But you, you swallow that pill, and that's always the ones who haven't tested it. So, I mean, you know, if they don't want to watch, yeah. fine, whatever. Even It's just even the sparring thing, though. It's like, just put some gloves on and spar, and you'll, and you'll, you'll get better. You don't need to be, you know, even if you don't grapple, just put some gloves on and punch each other in the head for mm. a bit. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, just, just do that, and you'll see what works and what doesn't. Yeah. At least a, a very, very basic level but yeah no it's crazy and also to still keep comparing the self-defense of the sport they are like most people i don't like that generalization that means i haven't really considered that sentence i hear a lot say oh i'm in it for the self-defense no you're not because if you're in it for the self-defense this is how it works in a fight you pick up the closest sharp thing and i shove it in someone's face if Mm. i'm in danger I'm sorry, but now the conversation has changed, right? Now you don't like it because that's a fight. Yes. <laughs> and, and we're not engaging into debate about that because I would, if you, if you say the wrong thing to my family, I'm going to kill you. Or or if I feel I'm in danger. Now, now that's not such a pleasant debate. That's yeah. nasty. That's not podcast material. There's your self-defense stuff. Yeah. yeah so it's would- a completely different thing, which is fine. But, that, but then let's not pretend we're doing anything else. That's exactly and also, the conversation we had last night. Yeah. A completely different conversation. And yeah. also, you don't need to train for that. I don't need to train to put my body on the line to protect those I love or care about. I don't need to discuss the technique. I just need the sharpest thing that's closest. Yeah. Yeah. And then it all changes. So once we just stop all that and go, cool, man, I just love training. We like testing it. It doesn't mean anything. No one cares. I mean, at the end of the day, our end of the session, I think I'm a better human than before. Happy days. Mm. And it stops with yeah. this constant threading of nonsense. I've said this before about, about boxers. I've been to a few boxing gyms and not once have I ever heard the term self-defense. But guess what? You, you try and fight one of them outside the pub, they'll knock you clean out straight that's away. A very, that's a very good point. I, I, same with, I same absolutely with, agree with you. Same, same, your, your son's a rugby player, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. I guarantee he doesn't go to rugby training and they start talking about how to tackle someone for self-defense. <laughs> but guess but, what? Yeah, if you grab someone, they're going Picks down. You yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. No, I absolutely right. And it's just, and then uh, it's so much time, empty words wasted watching people discuss their art. I, I know we all like to, I mean, that's the whole point of punditry, right? The whole point of podcasts and commentary, we all like to discuss, and that's cool. But I think in our heads, we it's always good to have in our mind. We're just we're just making stuff up. Actually, what are we really doing by talking? We're just sharing time with friends. 
none of this actually matters. No, in a hundred so years, everyone's everyone chill. We don't care if your hickey tay is know, up your ass. I, I, I literally don't care. Whoa. Where you could say wind it in wind it back wind it. this is where i draw the line <laughs> i've overstepped one traditional line too many oh, Hikate Hikate is... is on the hip and we all know that this is true yeah <laughs> well you've got to say finikoshi three times stamp your foot and turn around <laughs> yeah so but yeah these online things man but 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 i think those who are looking at um mma or whatever combat actually i've been watching a bit of that um i don't know what it's called quite like it have you seen the karate in a oh karate combat yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that's it that's it i quite like that they're giving each other a bit of a smack quite like that it's a nice kind of in between of um like wkf competition karate and mma yes nice it's a nice middle ground i like yeah i looked at a couple of fights recently and thought Oh, that's quite that's quite nice. Mm. So so it doesn't have to be MMA. We're not trying to convert people to be, you know, Dana White lovers, but it's essentially anything where you can learn from people who are going at it full board. And they, first step, ideally do that yourself. Cool, fine. Then you'll learn the most. Fine. But for most normal people, they don't want to. I get it. I hear you. It makes sense to me. Mm. Um, so then watch, and then you learn tons from from these people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This is this is what you. Sorry, Sue. Carry on. No, it's okay. It's it's like um somebody was saying the other day that that is what competition karate looked like before it was turned into this highly elevated points points scoring. Yes, you, you look know, at the old that, Japanese the uh, yeah, Japanese nationals, um, no, and it very much like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, proper tournament acts karate applied yeah. in a competition. Old, and- is it the old Japan, old Japan. I can't remember, but the, yeah, the old school. You see it, the old VHSs where they're absolutely yeah. digging each other yeah, hard. That it's, uh, is yeah. how you show competition karate. Yeah, you no, know, no, point, point scoring is something entirely different, as is performance cutter and what have you. And I just don't think that there's that level of understanding and acceptance that they are all very different things than what mm. you just do in the dojo and that they are all different than self-defense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, self-defense is almost like an old, like a not even a non-existent conversation. It, it, it's even. being brought into the conversation, doesn't it? And it, yeah. like it's just, and not- it's, they're just not the same things because even if we go technique aside, right. There's loads of people are going to disagree with me. I could care less, right? But even if technique aside, the pure mindset of someone standing in front of you is so angry that when they when they're swearing at you, they're spitting—not literally spitting, maybe—but they're you know, it's a different mindset. It doesn't matter how well prepared you are. That is not fun when someone hates you that much on a Friday, Tuesday, Saturday night enough to want to give you an absolute smack and has got out of their car at the lights to do so. So it's a it's a completely different thing. I can stance up as much as I like, but that isn't it's it's then what's going on here thinking, oh, wow, this is a real I might lose my life. There's a very real risk I could lose my life here if this goes wrong. And they're not even the same. They're just not even the same thing. Mm. And I think people waste the, I love martial arts. I love martial arts. And they bought so much, just three of us here, they have bought so much to our lives and we're not exceptional. That will have bought, got to be millions of people 
Mm-hmm. It's changed their lives. There are so many wonderful life-changing things that come from martial arts that to, for me to waste it constantly considering who you can beat the shit out of is a bit like, oh, relax, man. That's why I really like Jesse's channel. Or move house. <clears throat> yeah, or move, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're that, having that why... worry about people killing you, you need to potentially yeah. seriously consider some that's... life choices, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that is, that's one of the reasons I really like Jesse Enkamp's channel is because he doesn't exclude any of it. He loves the karate for self-defense, in air quotes. He loves MMA. He's been to the karate combat. He loves that. He loves the tradition. He loves the competition. He loves all of it. He doesn't exclude any of it. And he doesn't bash any of it. I mean, he gets bashed quite a bit himself, but he doesn't bash yeah. any of it. And that's yeah. what I like about him. There are so, there are so many different aspects to, to take up. It does remind me, it is a bit like writing, just writing in different genres. It's all writing, whether you're crime writing or literary fiction or comedy writing. It's just so many different sections you can get your teeth into but ultimately just enjoy it it's just mm. all, it's all a bit of fun to get so to see people so intense about essentially a yogic pose <laughs> and then spending 84 hours discussing what it could mean you're like i oh, ain't got better things to do if you haven't got better things to do i've got some photocopying you can do for me <laughs> you clearly got time on your hands yeah but yeah it's um i don't know, it's i don't i don't get it but you know a lot of people will get their kicks from that so happy mm. days yeah it's it's just it's a strange one the self-defense yeah. one is definitely a strange one i've oh. really moved away from it yeah i mean despite that we did the, what what we did last night was there was maybe a passing mention for self-defense was there sue for some of it well yeah i mean we had a, a quick chat about it beforehand where we kind of Oh no! I mean, I mean during the the class. Um, yeah, I mean the thing is, is that whatever a, a lot of what we were doing had relevance in case you know, sort of we were just doing a quick wrist release to to show the beginning of Sandown, wasn't it? Yeah, we well, yeah we were looking at and, kind of and of course that translated nicely into but if someone has your sleeve, it it would work slightly differently. Yeah, controlling the wrist in the clinch because I don't believe this whole come up and grab someone's wrist thing. But if you're in the clinch, if you're grappling, you're controlling wrists all the time. Mm. And that's what it comes with. Anyway, well, one thing I said was, you know, if, if, if I was going to learn first aid, I'd go to a first aid course. I wouldn't go to a drama school and dress up as a doctor. That's a great analogy. And, like, and it's very clever. Try and learn it that way. But we do it yeah. all the time for self-defense. And it's weird to me. Well, because it's a miss. No, no other uh, career, business, to thing. I don't know what to, what genre to put it in. Is as unregulated. Any old muppet can put on a black belt and start teaching any other old muppet. That's very talking true. about. It's just. It's like in, a little bit like complementary therapies. I can tell anyone. I can. I can find your aura and fix you. I mean, it's, it's unregulated. That's the issue. It's mm. unregulated. So you're allowed to be. I don't really want to use the word charlatan because I, I genuinely don't believe a lot of people who are claiming. I think a lot of people who think they're great really believe they're great and saying the right stuff. So I don't want to go that it's a. But it's just unregulated. So any old muppet can do it. Mm. Which is why the for me the ultimate testing ground is cool. Let's. But stop typing, stop talking, come over, 
unless you have seen one. We'll just pop in a gay cage and then we'll discuss this. And then after either of us have, have won or lost, then we'll discuss what that move was and where it fits in our kata. But just come over. Let's not chat. Let's come over and then we'll test it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he go, he go, ready. Karate heresy, martial arts heresy. Okay. Black belt means absolutely nothing. In fact, no belt means anything. I, I agree. Utter bullshit. I agree. Means nothing. It's kind of nice, but just as it's nice for seven-year-olds to get a pat on the back when they've done well in their spelling test. And by the way, I put myself in that because I also like a pat in the back at 50. I get it. I'm not beyond that. I'm not suggesting. I just know. It's just, oh, great. Got a black belt. What does it mean? Literally nothing. Where's the testing ground? On the map. Oh, fine. Well, let's go there then. Yeah. 100%. There's not any person will walk up to me with any belt that I'll be like, I, I literally don't care what you're wearing. Once you throw white, black, in between. I've been beaten by... He you'll get this now, Greg, heavily owned by white belts as a brown belt. Oh, God. 70, yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, we're absolutely killed. <laughs> we're absolutely destroyed. Couldn't do anything. Fair enough. There we go. Oh, now, now we're just then having a conversation. It's not about the belt anymore. It's just about the skill and then the experience of two people discussing, wow, how did you do that to me? Okay, blah, blah. But the rest, nonsense. No one cares. No one cares. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. We put far too much emphasis on the superficial appearancey stuff, don't we? We really do. It fits into the business model quite nicely. It's easy to go through if you have a grading system. And again, I talk from experience, so I have I've done all these. So I'm I'm not quoting others. I'm I'm, I'm putting myself blaming myself as well. It's a nice system. It works. Fits into the a kind of modern business model. Blum, great, 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 great. That's all good. But they're they're a different thing. That's a business model and that works and it keeps people coming and we all know the pats on the backs. But if we're just talking martial arts and what matters and what works, it's the stuff we've tested on the mat against an opponent who's also trying to win mm. or, or resist, not win maybe, but resist, whatever. I just thought of something based on what I was listening to. Um, uh, it was a podcast Ian Abernethy did with a guy called Randy Brown, I think his name is. Who is a, a mantis boxer and a BJJ black belt? Okay. And one of the things Ian was saying was, I think he said he calls it the rules paradox. And he's heard about, you know, you, you get like the judo guys, they do, let's say Ippon Sianagi, you one arm shoulder throw, they land on their back, right? He was like, you know, you, you speak to a lot of Japanese jiu jitsu guys and they say, well, our version of the throws way more dangerous because they land on their head. So if we were to do that throw, you know, watch out because it's the more dangerous one. Mm. When in reality, the judo one's the more dangerous one because they do it over and over and over and over again mm. because they're not dumping someone on their head. Even though they're landing safely, they're getting reps in of practicing it. And this is presuming that all of these people, you know, the ones who are not Nihon Nikotaying and dumping you on your head, and even the points fighters. I, I did for a while, I did some filming of the points fighting stuff that's to presume that those athletes couldn't in a second switch their technique to do the dangerous thing exactly they're yeah. all high level yeah. athletes yeah. High le you just tell them oh by the way you can now kick them in between the legs as well oh, yeah. okay happy days i now am super quick 
and got to your nuts as well. I mean, yeah. it always, I love these conversations because they always assume that they couldn't do all those things as well, given the mm. rule set. <laughs> you know that jab you'll throw into someone's face? Just open your, open your hand yeah. now so your fingers yeah. are straight. Yeah. And guess yeah. what? It's like, like, like I said earlier, it's like as if they couldn't poke somebody in the eye. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they do it accidentally all the time anyway. Of course, we know that you can poke somebody in the eye. And if you've got a jab like that, oh, my God, that person is going down. That's that's finished. It's also a little bit disrespectful of the athletes in the cage. And a, and a true, once someone says, oh, it's just thuggery in the cage, once, it's, once they do that, it shows how little they know about anything physical. Because those guys in the cage, most of those guys, and I mean girls as well, generic guys, you know what mm -hmm. I say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they know they're all from traditional martial arts no not not all that is that is incorrect there's a, a new modern wave probably aren't but they are as clued up to martial arts history mm -hmm. as anyone else and to put them and what happens is when you put someone over there you thug mma people while i stand in my hakama my blunt sword um in the high street right once once you put them over there you no longer have to worry about them crushing your lie yeah it's over a, there it's martial arts snobbery isn't it yeah. mm. it's, it's fear it's about someone someone going snobbery is essentially another version of fear once you call me out that i haven't got any of the qualities that i say i have and actually you're the only department that can do that Again, I, I because I'm writing quite a lot at the moment, I use the writing example. Once you publish someone and no one buys it, oh, now you're not as good as you told everyone you were. Once you get in the cage and someone knocks you clean out in a minute, you go, oh, well, oh I thought I was better than that. Right? So it's, it's fear. Mm. Snobbery, all those things, fear, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. 100%. Yeah, like we like we we literally said this last week, didn't we, Sue? Is there's so many places to hide in the traditional martial arts world. So many, yeah, and and there's the only thing that makes it that progresses you, that makes it really challenging, and that makes you understand what you're doing and puts it all into context every single time, is testing it with somebody. L literally, put you know, getting in there, doing it every single time. Mm the only thing that works i i in in, in defense of of the people who uh, are fearful of testing and coming up short which is that's all it's hard right yeah it's hard no one i mean greg you're getting a bit of this on the ground as much as you're loving the learning experience it's not nice getting owned no no it's not <laughs> and it's not nice getting you know we all go it's great i'm moving my martial arts forward for me and my my students great we love you but you know when you lie to bed at night you're like oh yeah i hate getting my ass kicked and i same here because most of us i think are pretty competitive on the whole you know if we got to yeah. a relatively decent level in anything i think we you don't get that about being a bit competitive and i found that you know, because losing, by the way, doesn't necessarily dissolve the ego at no. all. You that has to be a conscious choice. And I've, if anyone's listening who is considering upping their game by testing it, but are worried about finding out they're not that great, what I generally do is I try now just to move. I don't now deny that I'm really irritated that someone just beat me. No, I don't show it to them because, you know, we want to keep a little bit of class. 
But ultimately now I'm just like, I'll give it a second where I just observe that, observe how utterly furious I am. <laughs> and in that kind of observation, it's quite meditative, you, you start to go, okay, cool. There's a side of me, I start to see a little bit more. Mm. And the more we just kind of acknowledge it, we don't even have to fix it, suppress it. We just go, oh, yeah, I'm genuinely gutted that I'm getting smacked out here. Then I think it eases because we get closer. We start to face that sort of failure and just look at it. And it's like all meditation techniques. The more you look at it, it's not, uh, it's not magic at all. You don't suddenly oh. go, pa-ching, I've transcended it. You know, you spend months, years looking at it and going, I'm still annoyed, but my relationship to it is not now hidden. I now fully accept that I hate losing. Mm. But we're a step up because before I didn't even accept it. I just, I just stayed in my corner. And I think that that for me has been helpful. So if anyone else finds that helpful, then good, good. Good. Yeah. Well, I must admit, I mean, I think I've been very, very vocal many a time about how hard it is to, you know, lose or, you know, not do well in a class, you know, mm. many, many times. I think it helps to have, you know, places that you can say that. I think it helps to have people like yeah. you and us say, yeah, it sucks. It's horrible. when you. I agree with you feel like you're losing or you've had really crappy training session and you just go home like in tears or you know miserable or fed yeah. up or pissed off with the whole thing I was like I never want to do that again yeah yeah, yeah. it's normal and what makes it okay is kind of going well people feel like that mm. but next time you'll go try and go again and that's the that actually is the lesson going again is the lesson experiencing yeah, that crap is the lesson not what you learned on the map, but the facing it, accepting it, handling it, and then going back and getting better, having faced it is the lesson. I, so I can, it's impossible for me, for me to agree more. And just to go against everything I've said. <laughs> no, 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 no. But aren't those skills, if we had to go there, facing your fear moving forward getting it done anyway they would be the self-defense skills if we were talking self-defense that you would yeah. um prioritize over any other anyway mm -hmm. right they i mean if we had to go there that would be what would be saving your ass rather than you know a slightly shorter kibadachi or a longer one or one from japan or one from ireland or okay it will be that attitude that you mm -hmm. just described if we had to go that route yeah absolutely no yeah. i agree yeah she was good she was good there yeah, that was i'm like i've got goosebumps on me yeah i maybe i should apologize for going ahead and having an opinion again before i've reached yeah but we're not on Twitter. Day. You're not on Twitter. You're okay. You're safe. Yeah. We'll, we, we'll, we'll give you a black belt in the podcast room. <clears throat> I tell you what, I'll just edit out every criticism of me and this will be a 20 minute podcast of everyone agreeing with everything I said. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, we should have outtakes. Everyone agree. Everyone agreeing with Sue. Sounds like, sounds like a new sitcom. That's the name of the episode. Everyone agreeing with Sue. Everyone agreeing with Sue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've had a good old rant there, haven't we? We have. Good old uh, discussion. I well, like 270 it. didn't hold us for too long. What a shit show that was. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry, Dana. I, I, I'll be there for 271 as your loyal follower and bald man in, in partner in crime, but uh, in 270. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it um this, this it wasn't is the how when people don't like the big names, they need to realise that you need the big names in order to make a, an event exciting. Like with any sporting event, you have big characters and the big events. It helps, it really, really does help. Like you said, love him or loathe him, McGregor knew it, knew it all day. He's good at it. Mm. Very, very good at it. That is absolutely true. And it's interesting because over here, we were over here the other day, they have the Legends cricket over here. I, I'm not a cricketer, Sherry is, right? So I'm only into it because of her. Now, Legends, the old people, talking mm. about big names, Sue. And I mean, I, you know, I don't know half of them, but they have Kevin Peterson. And yes. because pe- so many people disliked him, right? But all, everybody, Amanis, Bangladeshis, Indians, the Brits, everybody, Everybody knew that guy, like, you know, like him or loathe him sort of stuff. It, you're right. It's about the big names that draw the crowds. Although I, my, my claim of the day was oh, I got away from Monty Panazar. Yes. Come on, Monty. I don't know what you just said, but I'm <laughs> pleased for you. It's from the third cutter. Oh, okay. Oh I, know now. <laughs> oh, I know exactly what that means. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. Yes. Speaking of McGregor, who's he going to fight next? Real quick. Um, if, if you were to put money on it, who's his comeback fight? I don't know. I don't... Do you know, I don't think he'll fight again. Do you not? No. Oh, I kind of hope he does. I just have this... Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. I had a thought of the other day about this, about different levels, right? How, unless you can acknowledge the level you're at and reinvent yourself. So uh, let me, if he tries to fight backwards, he won't fight again or succeed. What I mean by that is that if he's trying to recreate the old Conor McGregor. Yeah. I think it's really important to acknowledge where you are I'm a super rich guy who's done loads of what other people haven't. My standard's gone down because of that. That would be your honest starting point. Until he can say that narrative, I mean, he might fight it, but I don't think he'll be successful. No, I don't. Do, do you know what I mean? You, yeah. you, have to, you have to play from where you are rather than from where you were. You're not there. You are now the heavily rich guy and fighting at, 30% less standard. Fine. That's still an interesting story. We'd all tune in to see, oh, I wonder what you can do. I wonder what 30% Connor looks like mm. after having all that money. That's still an interesting story. Playing backwards never, ever, ever works. Like trying to, you know, write your first book. You can't write it. You're where you are now. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. I don't like, I, I agree with you. I don't think he's, I don't see who he can come back and fight. That's what I'm stuck. That he will that he will beat because you know damn yep. well he's not going to come back and fight anyone out of the top five. Yeah. And I don't see who he beats in the top. I was five. the same as you. Man. That's exactly where. That's exactly unless he comes back with that attitude and with that style in which you can repitch that narrative, then then whoever, right? Mm. But yeah, but not if he's trying to be old Connor because just as you say, who who could he beat now? Yeah. I'd like to see him fight Michael Chandler. I think it'd be a good fight. But I think Chandler will batter him. I agree with you. I think Chandler takes him down, bats him. You know, he can't. Yeah. 
I mean, the, the fight, and it's already happened, but what, what would have been perfect would be in the cowboy fight because they're both in the same situation. But of course, that's already, we've already done that one. Mm. We need something like that. Um, you know, we need a Legends League. Legends League for MMA. Legends League. I, I'm only half joking, actually. Watching these Legends cricket guys, and, you know, in my tennis days, watching the Legends, they're, they're still unbelievable. Oh, and the crowd, yeah. are, Sue, aren't they? They are yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I remember watching um, Legends that I'd, I'd never even heard of before and just being blown away. And I think because the pressure was off, they were almost... Um, I mean, they were still playing to win, don't get me wrong, but it, yes. they, it was a different level of their career. And so they were almost more playful. They were having um, more fun with what they were doing because they were established now. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were done with, you know, huge promotions and everything. And yet it was, it was, yeah, they can be superb matches. So much. I've seen so many. I've worked some of those um, ball-boying and stuff, and they are so, <gasps> so fun but just like you say they've they've done their career but also from a from a crowd point of view you're still looking at them hitting the shots and going yeah wow wow like these cricketers the other day you're thinking what you've been out of the game 10 years how are you still doing that so i think there is still a massive legends league you yeah. know, we don't need to go down the shamrock stuff where they can hardly you know kind of walk across the cage but i think yeah. that there is a big potential because the crowd don't need it to be, it needs to be high level, which is often against each other. You know what I mean? A punch is a punch and you just admire that um, excellence. Mm. And then I think it, it kind of extends these guys' careers. Personally, I think a Legends League in MMA would be... Would yeah, be it would good. be good. Would that be would awesome. be good. That would be good. Yes. Right. We right. have five minutes left on our recording. For the third time, because we have, we've done some talking this morning. We've done some, we always do. I, I didn't have much time and then I did. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we kept you for way longer than we, we planned to. That's right. I, I, I was kind of, as a head in this draft and then I've had to come up for air anyway, because there can be a point where it just it rattles your brains. Mm. But uh, yeah. There's awesome. a point at which you have to stop. Yes. Yes. No, I agree. So any other business in the uh, martial arts world? Uh, I think we've taken care of business. I think we've dealt with, uh, you know, what needed to be dealt with. Maybe we'll do this again for 271. Let's, I'll put it in the diary. And, and we'll hopefully have a, a, a more, more to say about it. We will. I, I think, I think it's fine. We, we start with a bit of a moan. And then good. And then, then the year can just get better. 271, we're going to go, wow, where 270 failed us, 271, I tell you, I can hardly, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, that, exactly what you said. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it in the diary. We'll, we'll schedule it in uh, for the Monday when is after. It? When is it? Do you know when it is? I, I do not. I can look it up. It is February 12th. Ah, February 12th, not long. Let's do it. Add a sign of that. We'll I love those thing. guys. Um, Gastelum. Whitaker. Whitaker. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be a good fight. I can't wait. I really like Whitaker. I do. Yeah. He's such a, just a nice guy. I think he could beat um, Adesanya, you know? I know he's lost to him already, but I think he, he has what it takes to beat him if he does For it right. Sure. So, as long and as he not, let's not forget. His, uh, shortens his Kibadachi. That's yeah, why he lost absolutely. last time. That's why he lost, yeah. Yeah. 
he didn't have his belt tied right. Um, no, well, I mean, uh, Jan showed the formula to beat Izzy. Yes. So if anyone's paying attention, anyone smart will be watching that and going, this is how to do it. Yeah. You know. Have you have you listened to speaking of entertainment that we kind of started this with? Have you listened to Adesanya's stuff? Some seen some of his stuff on YouTube. On YouTube, yeah, I like it. He's good, yeah. isn't he? He is very he's very good. good. Yeah. Um, again, he's there's a few who really got this entertainment and athlete. Yeah, I like I like his stuff. I love the full reptile Dan Hardy's channel. I love. I think it's great. Um. Have you seen some of his Roughhouse Uncensored videos? Yeah, I'm not a massive fan of that. It's Are a you bit not? Uh, some of the Roughhouse stuff gets a bit... Uh, it's a, it's a bit laddish, for it's sure. It's a very lad. I'm not, I'm not a massive um, laddishy type. No, it's me neither. It's not my thing. He gets but, a bit um, tiresome, that. That's why, that's why I went off full reptile stuff. I struggled to come back and look at it, because I thought, oh, really? Just a bit? It's a bit... Mm, whatever. A bit laddish. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like his, uh, his podcast he does. His... Um, what do they call it outlawed picks. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. those. They're good. Yeah. Um, who else on YouTube? Chael Sonnen's good. I do. I do like Chael. He does go off on stuff, doesn't he? I like Chael. He's do funny. like a bit of daily Chael. But uh, yeah, I, I just sometimes wish he'd get over this love affair with John. Yeah, we need we need to all whip whip up a GoFundMe page and get in some therapy so we can finally release John Jones from his. <laughs> And he admits that himself as well. Yeah. At every turn, if you give Sodden any chance, he'll end up in John Jones's shoes some point, saying something. <laughs> yeah, he's living rent-free in Charles' head. <laughs> <laughs> There's the headline. There we go. And and, and tag Charles in it. See what abuse we get. See, we get absolutely kill us. He, he probably I'd, wouldn't even... I'd love it. I'd love it because I'd be like, just come on, it's fine. Yeah, don't just, worry yeah, about exactly. it. I don't care. Yeah, but, but joking aside, though, if there's someone who really understands, I know he played the heel, but if they're really someone who understood entertainment and fighting and how to up your game, and he knew, Tail Sonnen knew he wasn't the most entertaining fighter. Yeah, so he fixed that with some some um, some good oratory. I do, I love his rants. I don't agree with them all, but I I do think he's brilliant. I like him. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Right, right, gang. Thank we you. will um, speak to you very soon. Yeah. Enjoy your thank day you. writing. Thank you, thank you. And I'll thank see you at 270 after 271. After 271. Let's do it. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Lots of love. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.